The Outline, World Dispatch. It's Thursday, December 28th, 2017. I'm Adrian Jeffries. This week, we're revisiting some of our favorite stories from 2017. And today, Roland Bishop tells the story of Andrew Yoon, whose game about bitter legal battles became a bitter legal battle after his death. Rollin talked to Dispatch producer John Longamarsino about it back in August. Here's that story. Culture. In January of 2015, the game journalist turned game creator Andrew Yoon drowned in Austin, Texas. He had flown there from New York with his cousin who was visiting from South Korea to show him another part of the country. This was just two weeks before Andrew's original board game, Divorce, was set to ship to its Kickstarter backers. Since his death, Andrew's mother and his best friend have fought for control of the board game. Roland Bishop has been following this story for the better part of a year. Hey, Roland. Hey, John. Who was Andrew Yoon? Andrew Yoon is described by those who knew him as, you know, funny, genuine, curious, um, devoted to his family, despite sort of a rocky childhood. His parents had divorced at a young age. He was a writer and editor who had worked for several games media publications, uh, Joystick and Shack News. And he was in the process of changing to a new career path as a game designer when he died at 29. On January 29, 2015, Andrew went to McKinney Falls State Park in Austin, Texas with his cousin and a friend, and he drowned. I spoke to David Beck, Andrew's best friend and producer of his game. So he booked a ticket, they flew out there, they grabbed some barbecue, and um, in what was intended to be a 24-hour visit before he came back, and we kind of finalized all of our contracts and and incorporated in the rest of it, he drowned. It's, it's unclear exactly what happened, but Andrew jumped. He immediately swam for the right after jumping. This is This is from the police report. Then he decided to swim to the other side through the current. But before he got there, he looked back at his friend and cousin, tried to yell something, and then went under. He never came back up. Police ruled the drowning an accident. The reason I started tracking down this story was because I knew Andrew had died because I lived in Austin at the time. And I have this weird, morbid fascination with people's last tweets. And Andrew's last tweet is of a photo of the brisket he ate right before they went swimming. And so I was like, oh, that's weird and unfortunate. And then his name started popping up in my Twitter feed again. And I was like, hold on, you're dead. What's happening? And what was happening? His mother was using his Twitter account his original Twitter account under his name with no indication that it wasn't him. So, so let's back up a little bit. What brought Andrew to that point in his life? Andrew had long sort of dealt with games and games media. Uh, basically, ever since graduating high school, he was involved in some aspect or another. He was interested in game design, that he wanted to make games. 
And ultimately, around the end of 2014 was when this started to sort of um, coalesce into what would become Divorce, the game. And tell me about Divorce. So Divorce is a card game. Uh, Andrew describes it as a regret simulator in the Kickstarter pitch. (laughs) Divorce, the game, takes everything you love about getting divorced and turns it into a two-player, 30-minute card game. At the end of the game, you're probably going to regret a decision you've made. That's why we like to call our game a regret simulator. And a- Andrew wasn't working alone on this game, was he? No, he brought in several different friends of his to work on it with him. Uh, and Baltazar did all of the art. Uh, and then David Beck, who was his best friend for like 15 years, uh, is credited as a producer and features pretty prominently on the Kickstarter campaign. Okay, so tell me about David Beck. David Beck has been Andrew's best friend uh, since they were kids. Uh, They met on the train and they just clicked. Um, They would regularly travel together, uh, do things together. It's why Beck was immediately involved in Andrew's decision to become a game designer. Beck basically offered Andrew his home. They were fairly close to shipping this game to Kickstarter backers. It was successful. Um, What happened around the time of manufacture so there was some trouble right around the time where andrew died and they didn't really know whether they were going to hit uh their valentine's day 2015 launch goal uh, and it would make sense to launch divorce on valentine's day right exactly <laughs> that was the idea and it's when i heard this you know that's that's fantastic problem was andrew had scheduled this trip to austin right as they learn that these manufacturing problems are happening. So they're like, we'll deal with it when you get back. And so obviously Andrew never did make it back. Right. So what did happen to the game? That is where things get really tricky. So the game and the company and everything legally belong to Andrew Yoon, by which I mean the company that he set up owned by him the accounts set up for divorce on kickstarter as well as the pre-orders they were taking off of kickstarter set up in andrew's name no written record of david beck being part of the company after andrew's death then i would imagine that the game and the rest of his estate uh would need to to go to his next of kin uh what how did that work out It ended up going to Elizabeth Pay, his mother. Elizabeth is described by Andrew's friends as someone who got involved with get-rich-quick schemes uh, throughout her adult life. Uh, In one instance, they say she sold her home to fund an African mining startup um, that basically went nowhere. Mm. Uh, And in another instance, uh, they say that Andrew helped pay for a restaurant. I, I believe it was in, like, North Carolina that quote-unquote burned down nobody's really sure um so she gets control of the estate and that doesn't mean anything good for david beck elizabeth pay hates david beck with a passion she has described him as the antichrist she very 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 much dislikes david beck would be a very kind way to put it When I spoke to her through email, she told me, quote, this jerk did as much as possible to threaten me so he can steal the game. Elizabeth also believes Andrew's drowning was not an accident. 
She believes it was some sort of elaborate plot by Andrew's friend, Andrew's cousin, or possibly David Beck to kill him and take his belongings, including the game. Is there any evidence to to support that? Oh, absolutely none. Where did that come from? It's hard to say. Um, From what I've looked through and read and the people I've spoken with, Andrew and his mother had a pretty rough relationship. The way it was described to me was more parasitic in the sense that Elizabeth would make up excuses to come and just stay with Andrew, like in a cot in the closet uh, and like take his belongings. Uh, You know, she needed a TV and then suddenly that TV would get sold. All during this time, David Beck is Andrew's best friend, right? And so what do best friends do when they see someone taking advantage of their friends? They say something, they do something. Uh, So I think the problem comes in that Beck was always this backdrop in Andrew's life that Elizabeth never was or could be. And the game shipped. The game shipped. The Kickstarter backers got their rewards. Uh, People could buy it. So Elizabeth Pay says that this is all illegally gained, that all of these proceeds don't belong to David Beck And this turns into two years of just vicious legal battle. The problem is, is that there's no evidence of a partnership, legally speaking. Even though there's, you know, instances of Andrew describing David as like a producer or someone who's helping out with the game. Hi, I'm Andrew Yoon, creator of Divorce the Game. Hi, I'm David Beck, producer of Divorce the Game. On paper, David Beck is an independent contractor. They weren't expecting Andrew to drown. Like, nobody was expecting him to die and for him not to have a will and all of this stuff. After losing the lawsuit and his rights to the game, um, how much money is David out now? Currently, it's around $71,000 is the damages he's been hit with. And that's mostly uh, Elizabeth's lawyer fees. Hmm. And if Elizabeth has the rights to the game, she can sell it now? Oh, yeah, she is. She absolutely is. In fact, she's updating the social media pages. She's got an Amazon link. Um, So, yeah, she is full steam ahead. David can't be happy about all this, right? I would say that's an understatement. Um, Obviously... He disagrees with the judgment. Um, part of the problem is that there's this thing called dead person statute or dead man statute. And it's sort of a you can't he said she said with a dead person legally. Mm-hmm. You can't say that that dead person said this thing, even if you've got, you know, a couple half a half dozen people saying that they said it. Even then, it's a living person's word against a dead person. So basically, he gathered all this evidence that he thought was going to make the difference. And then the judge said, "Mm, no, none of that. None of that's viable. So he's devastated. He was my best friend. He was my best friend. And I've had to sit in a room and be accused of his murder. I've 
I have to watch the person who did that wear his face online, speaking crazy things. Like a like a chatbot, just just retweeting anything with the words divorce and game in it. Um, like a really, it's like a Black Mirror episode. Is this what Andrew would have wanted, do you think? That's a big, it's a big question. I've, I've tried very hard um, from what I've seen, from what I understand of Andrew having reported this. I don't think he would have wanted this in the sense that, you know, this, this board game about a bitter legal struggle has become a bitter legal struggle. And it's a nightmare scenario, I think, for everyone involved. You know, Elizabeth has this game that is all she has left of her son. Um, but it cost her, you know, two years of fighting in the legal system. And it's unclear if anything's going to come of it, like whether she can actually sell the game viably on her own or if she has to sell it to someone else. Um, And probably the worst part for David, Elizabeth has been using Andrew's social media and email and everything. So you'll see Facebook posts from Andrew Yoon with his face on it, but it's Elizabeth posting that. And then she'll share that to the game's Facebook page, which David made. So I think nobody comes out of this happy. Do you think Elizabeth is dealing with her son's death? I definitely think this is a misguided grief process on top of what it sounds like to have been her sort of modus operandi when Andrew was alive which is that she would use Andrew for her own financial gain and now she doesn't have him she doesn't have anyone but she has the game Rollin Bishop is an editor at comicbook.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Rollin Bishop. Thanks for listening. You can subscribe to the World Dispatch in whatever app you use for podcasts. If you have a Google Home, try saying, Hey Google, play news from the outline, or add the outline skill to your Amazon Alexa device. I'm Adrian Jeffries. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with a special bonus New Year's Eve episode tomorrow morning.